Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Dead Register, who has a new EP called Don't Fail Me, which released on April 26th via AVR Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Avril, Shavasta, and Randy, the important people of Dead Register. To share Hi, some- everyone. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and together... They're going to be sharing us what's going on with this new EP. So, gang, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you. We are super pleased to be here. Absolutely. Now, I guess basic question. How's life over? You guys are in Georgia, yeah? Yes, we yeah. certainly are. It's exactly like it's depicted in uh, all of the movies. <laughs> Everyone has a banjo. <laughs> oh, so, like Deliverance, that movie. Yeah, yeah, that's the only movie, right? That's that's that is the movie. That's the only one that's playing right now. Too. Trying to think what of what other movies about Georgia and banjos have I seen? And I maybe I'm closeted. That's the only one I've seen. Um, I mean, what more do you need? Yeah, that, that, that's it. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, big, huge honking question. This EP is called Don't Fail Me. We have a track called Don't Fail Me. What is this EP about? What is Don't Fail Me? I'll let Mr. Shabasta answer that. Uh, so, in short, we have a full-length album ready to rip, and we've just been... Sitting on it for a bit. Um, this was a song that was semi intended to be on the album, but we decided to just kind of hold off. Um, it it's a song that kind of encompassed all the things that we do as a band, and we decided to make it a standalone sing- uh, single. And well, a standalone single by its lonesome is kind of boring, so we had some really amazing footage from Ross Brown from our 2019 uh, winter fall tour. Uh, Got some great soundboard and video of us when we went through Shreveport, or excuse me, Lafayette, Louisiana. And uh, we tacked on three of our favorite songs, one of which from our first LP, one of which from our second LP or EP, and an unreleased song that will be coming out um, on our third proper full-length release. And uh, and we had to top that delicious cake off with a remix from our friends Lament Cityscape, which is their shout-out right now. Uh, we were supposed to meet up with them for some West Coast dates in 2020, so that is my consolation prize. So it's a little treat to the folks, our fans, um, to remind them that we're, yes, still a band and still trying to do the thing. Mm-hmm. You mentioned, long. mentioned that the album's kind of been sitting on it for a while. Does that mean it's like it's all ready to go? It's in the can? It's mixed? It's mastered? It's ready to go. It's ready to go. The world just hasn't quite been ready for an album release. Okay. Mixed, mastered, ready to be pressed, 22 minutes aside, we need some vinyl, but we also really don't want to release an album unless we can tour to support it right yet. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Then, 
is the plan to release a single as long as we're in the situation that we're in, or you guys still have a release date in mind? We don't have a release date in mind. Uh, we we like a an album release to be kind of a cathartic. So until we can make that happen, we're just gonna give little little tidbits and snippets, maybe some new songs and videos here and there. Mm-hmm. We're also sitting on an unrecorded new album's worth of material too. Yes, so we have a ton of music. We're just waiting for. You know, the zombie apocalypse go away. Mm-hmm. You can call the album Tantra, because you guys are holding back. Oh. Uh, album edging. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Now, speaking of videos, I'm watching the video right now for Don't Fail Me, which is uh, an incredible video, because it could have been cheesy, but it wasn't. It was cool. So, how did you hey. guys... How did you guys come up with this concept that we are also envisioning right now well you know it was 2020 and we're sitting around like literally losing our minds and we're like we need a video we have this song we can't have a real production so what the hell can we do i don't know let's make a puppet show why not fuck it let's make a puppet show Eh. We're crazy. We are literally living in our, uh, my uh, in-laws basement. So uh, it felt very kid-like there. So let's, uh, let's go back to April's middle school house and make a puppet show. We had a basement at our disposal. Her parents were supportive and um, yeah. Yeah. So we made a puppet show. Mm-hmm. It's explosive. There's even fire in there. I mean, what is life without some fire? I know. There's a ton of burnt, crispy crab rangoons. I see that. Panda Panda Express rangoons? (laughs) (laughs) Randa Express. (laughs) Beautiful. So I guess... It kind of looks like there's a story. Is there a story to this video or the song? I mean, what what isn't supposed to fail you? Or maybe? It's autobiographical. Um, I'm actually evil in real life. <laughs> so uh, I, at every corner, I'm trying to thwart the band. Just, you know, making it impossible for anything to get done. So it's a, it's just really like taking that and uh, storifying it, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually dead. Okay. And I'm a real cowboy in real life. See? Um, That's like- not an exaggeration at all. I mean, dude has crazy cowboy shirts. every <laughs> show. I'm on the gear section of your guys' website. I don't think there's enough effect pedals there. I think, I think you need more effect pedals. That's funny. It's gotten worse. <laughs> Good. I even have a pedal board at the drum set. <laughs> <laughs> you can never have enough effects pedals. No. I mean, if you ever run a snare drum through any effect pedal, it's people are missing out. We did a bit of that on the record. Garber! <laughs> 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 
Now, uniquely enough, it says here that, where is it? I saw it somewhere. Recorded by Randy. So, Randy, you mentioned you got a bunch of stuff going through uh, effect, like snare drums going through effect pedals. Um, which, I mean, that's so different than running a plug-in on a track later on, right? So... We did a lot of... It, it was actually mostly plug-in stuff. Um, we played around a little bit with mic placement and that sort of stuff, but um, we wanted to capture essentially the cleanest recording we could, and we did it here in the space that you see. Um, and then we uh, sent it off to our buddy to uh, mix and master from there. We tried to mix it ourselves, but the computer couldn't handle the girth and it just kept <laughs> crapping out. So we sent it off after cussing at our computer for like a couple of weeks. It's a lot of edging for a computer to handle, you know? It wasn't even, it just was taking like, it was like Bukaki. <laughs> Buk Commodore 64. That's right. Tantric Bukaki. Uh, cool. I'm looking up Dan Dixon right now. Dan's awesome. He's dope. He just put out a new, two new LPs, his band, uh, please, please. And, uh, narcissists, um, which is getting some pretty big hype now. So you should check them out as well. My mm -hmm. only complaint about him is that he doesn't know how to use vowels. Doesn't know how to use a what? <laughs> there are okay. no vowels in his band name. Yeah, this, he just doesn't need them. Oh, I, I see that. Yeah, like RCRD Studios. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I guess is supposed to be record or record or recording. Yes. Yeah. What's uh, funny is that on his recording gear, he's removed all the vowel keys on his keyboard too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? No. <laughs> you should just write him an email and it should be DNDXN. It might be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I guess my question is uh, why this guy? Um, I like the way he recorded drums. And before I was in the band, I suggested. Uh, to the band that they go with him because a drummer in a previous band of mine had another project that recorded with him and the drums sounded badass. Uh, they were specifically looking for good drums for the first Dead Register uh, LP, so that was my suggestion and they went with him ever since. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, it's an incredibly sound good, it's an incredible sounding record with a lot of uh, soundscapes to it, so I'm actually surprised you guys were able to do it in uh in a basement suite so i mean kudos to you guys we actually are in a uh like what right now where we recorded the album this is uh, like a church uh this might have been where sunday school was held but <laughs> we're in like an old like it's not abandoned so to speak but repurposed church here uh -huh. in atlanta Okay, so there's definitely some proper acoustics for those children to learn about the loud. Get some slappy proper acoustics yeah. for them to learn and get we, hit by nun rulers. We used to not be able to play on Wednesdays and Sundays when they still held service here, but mm -hmm. <laughs> they probably just stopped holding service here after we practiced 
They were just they, you know, literally the devil here. Yeah, <laughs> there's. It's hard to hard to clear out the devil. You need demon dust. Demon dust. Is that going to be on the next album? Demon dust. Some kind of animal piss, probably. What you need is some sage. That's right. And some salt. Don't forget the salt. Gotta oh. make a ring of salt. Yes, yes. And then put a giant margarita in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Try and get to it. Don't fail me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Now, failed Lament City Escape remix. They just picked the song and you guys went with it, or was it a request? I guess maybe take us through that remix. Well, it kind of goes back to our uh, failed tour ventures of 2020, where we were supposed to hook up for a few days, and we're like, well, since we can't actually hang out in person, um, let's try to do a collaboration together, and name it failed, because 2020 just failed. The tour fail? <laughs> I don't know. It was just a thing. Yeah. Now, I guess, how much can you say about the album that's ready to be released, and then how much can you say about the album that isn't recorded yet? Comparing it to the previous output, um, the songs aren't 28 minutes long anymore, <laughs> so we're writing kind of more concise tunes. Um, we're relying kind of more on, uh, like harmony and melody, I guess, than just sheer, like metally goodness. There's still some, some big chuggy stuff going on. Uh, but I think we're, we're just basically adding more colors to the palette kind of thing. Still, still being, you know, slow and sad and loud. And somewhat dancey at times. Yeah, sometimes. We actually have songs that go above 100 BPM on the new records that's waiting. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like adding some paisley uh, velvet wallpaper to your bathroom. You know, uh, black and gray. Uh, of course, yes. With some skulls in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mentioned something about uh, going above 100 BPM. Do you guys write within a specific framework? Uh, uh, yeah, not necessarily. <laughs> Just um, uh, <clears throat> shadows. Yeah, uh, I try to stay in and out of the shadows, just like my puppet just did. Um, yeah, that's that. That's the answer. N- no specific framework. Just not too happy sounding. Uh, not too sad sounding. Uh, any any other interdec- inter- interjections from you guys? I'm I'm stumbling on words right now. Um, it's it's uh, I think it's music that is accessible enough for most people to dig, but still firmly rooted in kind of uh, the goth metal and maybe even slightly industrial traditions. That's a lot of the like what we listen to. Um, in the van, you know, just kind of like Killing Joke, uh, a lot of Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> we don't sound like that necessarily, but we listen to like that kind of groove mostly. Um, also, a lot of electronic music and 
we're all into like the big riffy stuff. I like the Melvins a lot and that sort of thing. So I bring that to the drums, just big, dumb, funky beats when I can. Um, so it really, we just, it's funny because every single song we have goes through like 200 iterations before it's actually like, it'll get five titles. We'll try it at this speed and that speed. We'll rewrite every single part so that it's a totally new song. And then we'll take two parts of that and put it in a different song. Then we'll revert back at some point and we'll add a weird seven, eight time part. You know, it's, we play with them until either we're fucking sick of it and we think it's good enough or we're like, hell yeah, that's badass, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what he said. Is there a producer involved or is this all internal? Uh, it's all internal. We internally produce things and uh, we're super opinionated, so it gets pretty heated around these parts. Around these Lots parts. Of <laughs> <laughs> That's just, be, just between them. Uh, generally, I don't call anybody names, uh, but I laugh at both of their terrifying and abusive screeds at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Yeah. Gang, we talked about failure, don't fail me, the juxtaposition and schizophrenia of such a thing, don't fail me, but failed. The album that we're waiting for, the album that is yet to be birthed. Yes. It is yet. I mean, it's it's sitting in an incubator. It just needs to go home. Mm-hmm. It's not even an incubator. It's like a, what do you call the the frozen guy? Uh, cryogenic chamber. Yeah, it's, it's Walt Disney's head, <laughs> except not as anti-Semitic. I actually just went to that scene. I think it's in Family Guy. That bit that they had where Walt Disney wakes up and the first words are, "Are the Jews gone yet?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they were they were like, "No." He went to like freeze me again or whatever. Cool. Is there anything that we missed, gang? Something that we should have chatted about? Maybe was the best barbecue joint in, in We're uh, Georgia? We're just here to answer whatever. Yeah. Oh, what would you say about Georgia? Didn't hear you. Okay. We missed, missed it? Repeat? Mm-hmm. Sorry? I don't know. Is there like a good, what, is there like a best barbecue joint? What What is Georgia known for? Something that comes to mind is peanuts for some strange reason, and I'm probably wrong. And peach, yeah, peaches. Peanuts and pecans are big here for sure. Uh, boiled peanuts seem to be more popular than just regular peanuts, though. Mm-hmm. That's like a tourist trap, truck stop kind of deal. Yeah, I think uh, mm-hmm. if I was to say what makes like our Georgia what it is, would probably be like the whole outcast <laughs> dungeon family. <laughs> you know, that's where we live. We live proper in the city, so the influence of like uh, rap culture and. Um, you know, like just we're a big melting pot here. So it's the minute you set foot outside of the metro Atlanta area, you're in banjo country for sure. Um, there might be two other cities metropolitan enough in all of Georgia to be considered, you know, a, a place where anyone can go and have a good time. I would say Savannah's up there maybe. Uh, where else have we been? Ath- Athens, yeah, Athens. Athens is cool. Athens is definitely cool. It's not what it used to be, you know, back in the uh, the nineties, but it's 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 still there and it still does its thing. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah, you mentioned Outcast. There's a massive, massive music scene in Atlanta. Do you guys um I don't know, how's that been doing since since twenty twenty? 
Uh, it well, hasn't? Yeah, we, nobody has played anything. Uh, it's been, a lot of people have been doing like uh, streaming and that sort of stuff. But, you know, like all of the real big metal bands from here, the, you know, the, which scar my face is broken, <laughs> Mastodon and such, you know, those guys, I think they're just sitting around writing and maybe getting ready to go places where you don't have to wear a mask anymore. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's the name of that, uh, that power metal festival that happens in Atlanta every year? Prog power. Prog power. There it is. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be happening for your second year in a row now. Mm-mm. No, but it's no. looking like we're, so we're there. They have open vaccination here now. So they're saying sort of by the end of summer, we'll start seeing, you know, some of this come back. Hopefully. Cool. Maybe sooner. Cool. Crosser too. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. All right. Well, gang, that concludes all my questions. So thank you so much for coming on to the Rock and Roll Podcast today. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you. It's super duper duper awesome to talk to you with our two-dimensional heads. I hope you had as good of a time as we did, which we're all sitting here smiling, which you can't see in, in real life. My arm hurts. My hand is cramped. Time for some magnesium. Yeah. But it's congruent with our wonderful new video, which everyone needs to continue watching and sharing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Just ask my wife. I also have a two-dimensional head. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, hello, or should I say goodbye, goodbye? Thank you so much for listening to the Rock Metal Podcast. I've been your host, John Harris. Please head over to our website at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca. There you can sign up for our newsletter and find out more information about today's show.